we are live. No, we are live, and um, yeah, we're not. Gonna, I'm not going to do any intro to this right now. Uh, we'll figure out an no, intro. We'll save it. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure out an intro and come into it. Um, so, uh, yeah, how has your day been? <laughs> Quiet and non-stressful. Well, that's good. Oh, yeah. I mean, despite the fact that the weatherman said it was going to be pouring rain at like two o'clock in the morning for the next day and a half. Yeah. It hasn't rained yet. Yeah, no. Um. Yeah, it's, it was supposed to be raining all day today and into tomorrow. Yeah, you got all the bad weather. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you guys are safe over that, though. Yeah, uh, I mean, what tornado didn't get over? I uh, it was. I, I guess it was just an EF three at the hardest part of it, but really, because I'm seeing EF four. Really, it may have. It yeah. may. I mean, it may have. From what I saw, I, at least downtown, they said it was an EF two. Wow! Did you see that neighborhood? Which somebody took a. Somebody took a picture of this uh, cul-de-sac neighborhood, and it was a before picture uh, from Google Earth. And then it showed afterwards, uh-huh. and it looked like somebody had put their hand on top of Lincoln Logs and Legos <laughs> and just scattered them everywhere. Yeah, no. Uh, and for anybody who is listening that does not understand what we are talking about at the moment, uh, today is uh, March 3rd. Third. Third? Yep. Yeah, somewhere in there. And uh, Nashville just got hit by a tornado. And not and not just like surrounding areas. It was actually like Nashville proper. Like just about a mile outside of like the downtown, downtown area. And I've actually spent my day out there helping with one of my sister properties that I worked out a couple years ago, um, helping them clean up security and stuff like that throughout the day, making sure people were not going in that when they're not supposed to, stuff like that, uh, until we could get it, until uh, we had a, co- a company come in and start boarding everything up for us. So, yeah, <laughs> emotional day. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, you know. I mean, I didn't work. I, I think I worked there for eight months, eight nine months. Mm-hmm. But I got to know literally everybody that worked that lived there because it was me for a hundred and thirty. It's two different. It's two different properties spread out. Uh, like uh, one got hit, one did not. And uh, in this, in this one that got hit was like seventy four units. I got hit. And 74 units? Yeah. Where are they moving the people to? As of currently, at at the very moment, nowhere. There's no way to really do that at the very moment. Um, I did hear that the company, well, there's something like 50-some-odd units um, in different in sister properties that they're going to work towards getting everyone into. Um, but 
apart from you know and then there's a new place there's a new because this place is actually an affordable so and there's a big shortage of affordable living here in nashville okay and so in you can't just move an affordable into a into a uh into just a regular apartment right Mm-hmm. Uh, well i should say conventional so um because you know they're not going to meet the criteria and so um yeah so they're trying to open up this new one that which they've been working on for the past year and a half i want to say right about the past year year and a half they've been building it um but it hasn't been opened yet so they're trying to open that to get more people taken care of but either way it's just going to take a it's just going to be a big strain it sucks just really sucks so mm. i can't even imagine and i've been through hurricanes well and that's the thing you know hurricanes you know you can prepare for like the people i talked to that lived here and stuff they had no warning as soon as they knew something was happening they had about a minute before it actually hit and uh most of them were in bed a lot of them wait a minute they had a one minute warning if that they didn't know like they didn't hear the sirens wow that's that sounds like that uh tornado that hit oklahoma city years ago yeah like I talked to one this afternoon. He didn't know anything was happening until his uh, patio door blasted open and they were in bed and their bed, the way these were studio apartments. So their bed is really pretty much right out there right where the patio door is. And they thought they were going to die. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So, but, un- uh, but fortunately, I can't say that nobody at at my apartment at that apartment complex uh, died. No one died. No one got really like hurt too bad or anything. You know, no real bad injuries or anything. What were the extent of injuries? I, as far as I know, maybe some scrapes and bruises, but as far as I know, that's about it. And after you, you know, after you see some of the pictures, like you're like, how? Just how did that happen? Or not happen, whichever you want to look at it. Yeah, I saw some of the ones you sent me, and then I've seen some of the other pictures, and it's yeah, I'm kind of shocked that. I mean, the amount of glass. I mean, that whole the whole uh, western side of the building, every glass is blown out, done, and that was going inside. And there's studio apartments, so there's not like a whole lot of rooms, you know. Some of them have like a bedroom in there, but a lot of them are just no bedroom. So their bed is out where it would be like a living room. And yeah. So did the airport get hit? Uh, there was a airport that got hit. Uh, it's called John C. Toon. That's uh, west of town. Okay. It's over in, it's either Cheatham or Dixon County. I want to say it's around like Cheatham County. Um, that got hit. The main airport. One of those, one of the smaller ones. Yeah, it was a, it's a smaller one. It's still a busy airport, 
but it's a small, it, it, you know, they mostly fly like Cessnas and private jets out of it. Okay. So, but yeah, that got, that got hit pretty good. Uh, that was actually one of the first places that got hit. And then it bounced up and, you know, it, the, it, it went down, came up, went down, came up in different spots and pretty much an almost a direct easterly route. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that ought to be interesting. Um, I found one. Uh, I remember where I was talking with somebody not too long ago about like tornadoes coming through. Mm-hmm. And, um, there is actually a site online. I want, I'm trying to find, I've been, I, I, I thought about it. I didn't even th- think about looking for it again here because just because of where my brain has been. And uh, where was it at? Um, I'm going to see if I can find this here. It's AccuWeather. No, no, no. No, that shows that. Uh, this actually, there's actually a website online. And if I can find it, I'll post it. But um, it actually shows all, uh, every track tornado that they have. Mm-hmm. That's gone through an area. So like... Um, for here, like Middle Tennessee, or all over. Um, let's see here. Is this one it? It may be it. Tornado History Project. Um, but basically, it showed a map. Yep, that's it. It's called. It's called the Tornado, uh, the Tennessee History Pro- uh, Tornado History Project dot com. And they actually show different tornadoes, and you can click on uh, when it, it it'll click and show you like I just clicked on what says March eleventh, nineteen sixty three, and they show you the path of it. They tell you how strong it was, any fatalities. But the last tornado that hit Nashville like this was, and apparently this one followed almost the exact same route. Um, was back in 1998 mm-hmm. and pretty much followed the exact same route. And people are like, well, how the hell did that happen? Like people don't think about like topography. Whatever you build is not what does, is not what um, don't make for really different topography, right? Because you're not changing rivers, mm-hmm. lakes, things like that. And um, I tried to explain it to someone the best I knew. I think it was um, when I lived over in the Donaldson area, which is right by Percy Priest Lake. We could have bright, sunny weather right there where I lived. And I would drive five minutes down the road. It was pouring rain. But you're right next and you're right by the lake. I've heard the exact same thing about numerous places. Sturgis is one just like that from what I hear. Yeah, so like if you're close to a lake and stuff, it, it, the way the wind travels around it, around that lake, since it has little, you know, little anything to go against, you know, it can blow a, a lot of weather away from that area, or it can help create the area, create that weather. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. It just depends on what kind of fronts and shit come through. So, yeah. But, man... Just crazy. Just nutty. 
and so mm-hmm. and so now Trump is coming through on Friday. Oh, that's I've ha- I've got to applaud him of coming in, but at the same time, with the security concerns, is that really? So every okay. I've always I've always been mixed on that. I, I you know I agree with you. You know it's like because it doesn't matter what you have going on. You're always going to have a sitting president go to a go to a damaged area like that. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it. It's just, I mean, it took. I mean, what was it? Was it Bush or was it Obama when uh, Katrina hit? Um, I think that was Bush. What year? Katrina was two thousand. 2009, wasn't it? 2009, 2010? Yeah, oh, couldn't have been 2009. Let me check the old Google machine. I'm checking the old Google machine. Um, 2005. That was 2005. So yeah, yeah that, that would have been Bush. That would have been Bush. And it took him how long to get out there and people bitched about it? Yeah, it because took there a, were security concerns. Yeah. Well, here there's not that many... Con- security concerns you know it wasn't it's not like a it's not the entire city's decimated by it you know it's areas but welcome to nashville um our i mean the amount of traffic that we get through here and how how let me say well quote unquote it is dictated (laughs) and run um that's a joke because of the traffic jams and stuff that happen. But, um, so we already have a bad track traffic situation and then made worse by a tornado already. Then it's going to be made worse even yet, even, even more so with, you know, all the secret service closing down this road for this time. And, you know, and like I get it, I get the whole point of it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, you know. Like I'm for it and I'm against it. And it's like, can't you send some advisors? Does it have to be this political? I'm going to ha- shake hands and do all this stuff. Can people be okay with you sending advisors or something like that to do that stuff? It- you know, I probably would, but you know what? Somebody would bitch. Well, somebody's always going to bitch no matter what you do. People are mm-hmm. going to, I mean, like right now, people we're bitching that he's going to be, he's going to be coming around because the situation is a little cause. But, you know, if he didn't come. And that would be our guest support right there in the background. That is my guest support, Pepper. <laughs> now and she's great guest support oh. and an excellent early warning device yes and no in the middle of the storms like that she actually tends to cower under the bed it's an ef4 i think we're good with allowing her to fuck cower under the bed <laughs> i was you know it, the, that was it, what we're like 15 miles away from downtown and i know we're at least 15 minutes mm-hmm. from downtown 
So it's like 15, 20 miles to downtown. So we were far away from that. Now, where I used to live up in Donaldson, I was about five minutes away from where it hit up there when I lived up there. So, yeah, kind of crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy crap. So, yeah, so my brain is spent because I worked at that place for eight, nine months, and uh, that was my baby, you know, that was my little project. Mm -hmm. That was my first supervisor position, and I got to know all the residents that live there, and there's really relatively low turnover rate being affordable. You know, people try to keep it as long as they can. And a lot, you know, I just saw so many people I knew. Mm. And, and I had been to Tuscaloosa back in 2010. And, you know, I saw firsthand all like the destruction of an EF5, a mile-wide EF5. And that ripped my heart out, you know. But there was still like a disconnect. Like, I couldn't, you know, I didn't personally know anybody there. I was just there to try and lend help, lend a helping hand doing whatever I could. But this was a lot different. You know, when you know the people that are affected. Yeah, it's always different when it hits that close to home. You know, it's one thing if it happens to somebody who's, you know, miles and miles away. But when it affects that close... <laughs> hits you different. It, it hits you a lot different. Yes, it does. But that's why I was saying, you know, it was a complete disconnect. You know, the, like like I said, there, that was a complete disconnect with that. And uh, <laughs> don't send me that text. You know, uh, yeah, it's it's a complete disconnect because you know you're like God. You feel you, you feel that empathy for people, but you don't have that connection to the people. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm gonna let you say it. What did, what was that you just sent me? Oh, that would be you know the latest thing coming out of Florida that they're now thinking that the perfect Florida couple would be Casey Anthony and George Zimmerman. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, because so nothing says Florida man like that. That's <laughs> with our powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> well, what was that? What? Oh, okay, so so you sent me that one meme about the. Uh, it was from the. Uh, what was that? It was um, the pan um, kung fu panda. Yes. Was that the second one or the first one? That was I, the second one, I think. No, no, that, I that, think it was this. No, that was the first one. That was the first one still. Because because that was still the tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember I remember when that story came out of Knoxville. And for anybody, okay, I know it's so weird to switch gears like this, but you know what? It's time for some laughter. Um, <laughs> so we need to start our own little, uh, uh, I, I guess, uh, uh, 
little subcategory. Florida man segment? Yeah. <laughs> segment? Stegment. Yes. Let's call it the stegment. <laughs> so the Florida man segment. And uh, all the crazy shit that a Florida man does. Because, you know, we all know about the crazy shit a Florida man does. <laughs> and uh, that meme... That was like, uh, it came from the movie where he was like, ah, oh, yes, finally, a worthy challenger. This, our, my, our battle will be legendary. And it yes. Came, and the story out of Knoxville was that this guy doing um, his nutsack into salsa and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, that would be that right up there. An epic battle. <laughs> And that was just so perfect. He's like, Tennessee man dips nutsack into into salsas. Florida man. Ah, finally, a worthy opponent. Our battle will be legendary. <laughs> We're going to have to post that in the notes. Like, that's just... We will. <laughs> we'll have to post that one and this one right here because this one just popped up. And it is... It's just atypical. And it's a Florida man who walks to work every day turned in $20,000 he found on the side of the road. He turned it in to the police. He was rewarded when no one claimed the money by the police buying him a bicycle. Aw. Mm-hmm. Well, at least he didn't have to walk into work anymore. Yeah, but we don't know what happened to that $20,000. <laughs> well... See, that's the thing. We don't know how that how that twenty thousand dollars was set up, right? Was it true? Was it in like packs? Was it loose bills? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it looked like a stack of a hundred dollar bills in a white envelope. Oh, well, well, I guess. Uh, <laughs> or would you like to hear one out of Pittsburgh? Well, Pittsburgh's one of my least favorite places. Man on five-day crystal meth binge breaks into neighbor's home to chase neighbor's demon dog for barking. <laughs> oh, screw them demon dogs. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with people? I don't... Methamphetamines. Well, remember how most of this Florida man stuff really, really kicked into gear. Do you remember that? Oh, bath salts. Oh yeah, I I still naked, have... naked Florida man chews man's face off. Shot three times in the chest by the uh, Metro Dade Police Department and kept coming <laughs> and kept coming at them. <laughs> ah, bath salts. I remember, I remember like, what was it? Uh, you know, the girl on the Morton salts can, mm-hmm. uh, someone redid that. So it looked like a zombie. <laughs> it said Morton bath, bath salts. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do with all these people? Oh, we're... Put them in Florida. I think that's a great place for them. Well, there's that. And then, uh, well, and people are worried. Okay, so we're going to come back to another thing. Uh, 
the coronavirus. And um, there was a, um, just recently, a, I think it was a Colorado, yeah, it was a Colorado senator, maybe? Council, councilwoman. Oh, is this the one who threatened to uh, go to the uh, MAGA rallies and infect as many people as she could? Well, well, so so somebody else had made that meme, right? I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, if I ever get if I ever get infected with coronavirus, I'm going to go to as many MAGA rallies as I can, blah blah blah. And she pretty much just endorsed it. She's like, yes, solidarity with that, you know. And it's just like, first time I saw that was a couple of days ago from somebody that I know, and I can't believe I didn't even like I didn't yell at that person and be like, are you serious? How about this? You know, I mean, how, how how would you like it if some if somebody like you know pricked their finger with AIDS or something like that? Just put it all in your food and or whatever. They actually had someone that was doing that at. Uh, I mean, you had a Charlie Sheen Mardi Gras a couple of years ago, um, 10, 15 years ago. Was that Mardi Gras? She had gotten AIDS from someone down there a couple of years before, and she was running around with a syringe sticking people now anybody in their right mind would look at that person and be like you're a damn lunatic you know you deserve death penalty whatever you know if or in actually not even in the least you deserve to take care of all the people that you infected Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life you know but it's like i i I can't believe how crazy politicized our world has become to where people believe that that's okay. You know, that their thought is my best way of killing you. No, my best way of disagreeing with you is that you need to be killed. Well, right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, it's like my, it's like, I disagree with you so much. We can't talk. So you know what? Screw it. I'm going to kill you. Well, it's because we've grown up in ages upon ages of don't talk about religion, don't talk about sex, don't talk about politics. We've been told those are three conversations you're not allowed to talk about. At a bar. We've heard that for we've heard about that for years and years and years and years. Yep. I can remember being told that when I was a teenager. Don't talk about these three things. Yeah, because it causes argument. It causes an argument. Well, what's wrong with an argument? Because we've all forgot about how to be civil to one another. You can have disagreements. I mean, hell, you and I disagree on several things. Oh, yeah. But here we are at 7 o'clock at night. (laughs) Right. We're recording a podcast that we may or may not disagree on one another's points on certain things. And what? Tomorrow, it will be right back to sending crappy memes to one another and laughing about it. Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, it's like um, my wife hates the fact uh, when we first met and stuff, um, she she really hated how um, I would get into, uh, let's say, just quote unquote conversations with people. Um, I was I, I've always been kind of an antagonist. 
of a person? No, like, never. You an antagonistic personality? Never. I find that hard to believe. Never. I'm quite literally shocked about this. Well, I'm glad to hear that, sir. But no, really. <laughs> but it's really not an antagonist. Um, so I've always been kind of like a middle ground kind of person. I do have some very strong feelings about stuff. But when somebody comes across to me and tells me, period, point blank, this, they're on one side of this or that, right? Mm-hmm. I, my brain immediately goes to the other side, right? And I will argue that other side, whether or not I believe it to be true or not. And I've done this, I, 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 I'm 40 years old now, so I have done this since I was probably at least 18 years old. So over 20 years I've done this. It's just been something that's part of me. Um, but I've come across reasons why I do it. And one of the biggest reasons that I do it is it's either one going to change your mind because if you are not if you if you think you're that hardcore on thinking about what you think, right? And I give you solid viewpoints on the other side or at least things to think about, right? Mhm. You either one, it's either going to solidify your view on it, right? And actually make you a proponent for what you're trying to change, which I prefer. I prefer you to try and go for change. Right? Or two, you change your view and start fighting for the other side. Because there's too many people that take their views off of just little articles, this or that, you know. Oh, I'm against this or I'm for this because of this, you know. And it's all people telling them what to think. I just give them information that goes against their views. And it's either going to help solidify their views or change it altogether. I think a lot of times what the problem has is that over the past, well, you're the same age. You're about the same age. I am over the past 20 years. You've had people being taught what to think, not how to think. Well, that's called that. that that's a problem of colleges, you know, and um, also with the advent of social media, it's gotten that much worse. Like the whole what to think instead of how to think has gotten that much worse. Um, hell, what do you, okay, so like, like what's your view on like Prager University? Uh, that's the con- conservative university, right? Well, it's, t- it's not, it's not a university. But it's like an uh, it's a so it's it, it's more like a social media university, right? So they try okay. to um, they go to university. They, they you have a, a number of speakers. They go to universities and speak at these universities, but um, they also create a lot of videos where they go in front of just random people and they ask them questions and give them some facts and figures about stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not technically a university, but um, they're trying to teach people things, right? Just simple things, simple ways of, hey, 
let's teach you how to think a little bit, just a little bit, on little subjects here and there. And, um, oh, shoot, where was I going with that? Um, <laughs> Prager University. Yeah. Uh, but um, they've been attacked, right? Because they're conservative. Mm-hmm. Even though they're throwing out facts and figures, right? They're throwing out statistics. They're throwing out actual things that you can actually prove that have been done, that have happened, all this stuff, right? And they're being attacked because, well, you're just going against people's feelings and this and that. And it's like, well, wait a second. You know, it, shouldn't you decide things off of actual true facts? Like, is it good or is it bad? Is it wrong, right? Things like that. You know, wrong and right, it can be not facts and figures and how how it actually deals with people. But in the end, you have uh, stuff like, um, what was it? Um, so you had Brexit, right? Yes. Now there's Blacksit. You heard about that? Uh, removing people wanting to step away from the Democratic Party. Black, yeah, yes. So helping to get black people out of the Democratic Party, there because the Democratic Party has not been helping them. Right? It's been help. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been for like like in areas like um, was it Baltimore, uh, Detroit, Chicago, all all your big cities. It's been doing nothing but trying to harm them. That's it's one of it, that's one of the big basis of like Prager University. That's one thing that's where it started from. So like what's your stance of some of something like Prager? I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> See? But a lot of people have a big problem with it. They're like, "Oh yeah, no, you just hate you hate this and you hate that. You're just you're hate mongers." But they're not. They they will accept anybody, literally anybody. You can still be a Democrat and still be part of them. They don't mind that. But they want you to fight for the right causes. No, they want you. Well, Prager wants you to fight for the right causes. You're right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But it's, but it's also getting out of like the um, the extreme left way of thinking is what it is. They don't care mm-hmm. if you're Dem- they don't care if you're a Democrat. They don't want you to be a le- uh, extreme leftist where it's all about socialism. Because true Democrats are not actual socialists. They care about social issues, but they're not socialists. No, because most of the uh, true Democrats would be called Republicans nowadays. That's right, John F. Kennedy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Prime example. But, so. I don't even remember where we were before that. Where were we before all this? Before all what? Yeah, before all of this. The whole... Oh, no, no, that's right, that's right. We're Because we were just talking about Florida, man. Yeah. And all that. <laughs> Well, it is a crackle cast, and it's one of those things of where you sit around with your friends and you get in front of, you know, a fire pit 
and you shoot the shit and you drink a couple of beers and whatever comes up comes up and if yeah. it doesn't come up well whatever yeah it's gonna do what it does exactly so so please tell me about your new fj oh no the fj the fj09 yes please do will, tell me about that i will not say that this bike is probably the funnest thing on two wheels i've ever ridden I will not tell you that it will pull a wheelie all the way to third gear. And I will not tell you that it is capable of exceeding the speed limit after second gear. But it is definitely a fun little machine to ride. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad you're happy with your purchase. I get on that bike and the front tire says, I'd like to see sunshine. I can see clearly now the road is gone. <laughs> not quite. We're we're not we're not going to be playing off-road with this one. What? Yeah, I thought about taking it and I was going to put crash bars on it and I was going to put a um a um skid plate on the bottom, get it set up for the uh Alaska trip and I don't know, man. I mean, it's got hand guards and heated grips and I can tell you this. I can tell you this. I might need to get another bike for that trip. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If you are actually going to join for that trip, you do not get it. You do not need to get a different bike. Um, what size is your front tire? Like Mm, how how big is it? 17s. Is it 17 inch? Yep. It's got 17 inch wheels. Okay. Um, technically, um, so we're going to be so constrained for time. Because we're looking at two and a half, you know, edging towards three weeks, but it's only two and a half weeks that we're really looking at. And so we are going to be very constrained for time. So we are pretty much sticking to roads. We're really not going to do a whole lot of off-roading as much as like we'd love to. But in order to do something like that, we would want like a month. And let's face it, most of us really just can't do a month. No, no, no. I would not be able to do a month. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not to that retirement age where you can just, yeah, whatever. Well, I've got a friend of mine that is, but but we're not. We don't. We we do not want to take him with us. We don't. And it's not because he can't ride. He can ride. He can ride a motorcycle like there is no tomorrow. It's just he will he, ride. It's like like there's no tomorrow. He will ride like there's no tomorrow. I've never seen anyone handle a early model 2000 Goldwing the way this guy can. And he turns it into a sport bike and runs that thing down twisties like there is no tomorrow. Huh, he sounds like the guys that used to run. Uh, I don't think they still run up and down the dragon. But um, there's a couple of guys that would video you if you wanted going up and down the tail of the dragon. And they were on Goldwings. And they'd follow sport bikes. Yeah, he's he's that good. Um, but he doesn't stop. Well, who, what's the fun in stopping, sir? Because when you've been on a bike for two hours, your ass hurts. You want to stand up. You want to get off the bike for a, just, you know, maybe to put gas in it, take a leak, you know, something like that. No, Mike's not stopping. He's like, hey. I've got like a 27-gallon tank on this Goldwing. I can stop sometime next week. We're going to keep going. 
Well, let's face it. He really doesn't have a 27-gallon tank. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm over-exaggerating, but man, it felt like it. Well, that's because you didn't have the size of a tank that he does. (laughs) No, and I also think he's part camel. Does he keep gas inside of him? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I've never seen the dude stop somewhere and just, okay, I got to take a leak. I'll be back in a minute. Really? Yeah, really. Huh. I don't know. I think on, what was it? On my trip to Iowa this last, last, last uh, summer in July. I think on my trip up there, I peed twice. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be about right. Twice. So you're you're saying he, in 11 hours, he doesn't even do that? I don't know. We've never ridden that far in 11 hours. This was a, I think we were a six hour ride. Oh, six hours? Shoot. And he stopped to get gas, and I didn't watch him, you know. Six hours, sir. If you need to pee in six hours, you might need a diaper. (laughs) Well, if you come on the Alaska trip, you might. (laughs) Okay, I might have to rethink. (laughs) No, because you have to figure, about every two hours, we're probably going to have to stop for gas. Well, is John coming? He I, he hasn't exactly said yes or no. So, either way, no, John understands. But even if it's every every two every two stops, that you, that still puts you at um 4 hours. Right? So you're probably still going to mm-hmm. stop for something to eat. So, you're going to uh you're probably going to, you know, take your pee breaks and stuff like that. Or or learn to catheter yourself and then just, you know, have have the hose hanging down. Your the hose hanging down the pant leg and just refuel as you're going. Well, you, what do you think this is? Cleveland Moto? I no 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 no. We're cleaning the road, sir. That's what we're doing. Oh. Uh. <laughs> It's sterile. You're sanitizing it. <laughs> of course, I feel bad for the guy behind you. <laughs> Did it start sprinkling? What the hell? <laughs> hey, I'm going to have to stop. We're going to have to put on rain gear. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't you worry. I don't think it's raining. I got nothing. <laughs> So I oh, oh just the other day I just got my uh, my mattress my camping mattress mm-hmm. you know just a little one person fold out uh, roll out camping mattress so got, I'm going to be testing that here come up June where are you going uh, Teleco in June yes and I'm actually and I've been thinking about it and most likely I'm not going to be able to make it to the Telemina Ranelli just it's too close it's just far too close and we've got too much too many things going on yeah 
I've I've actually been looking at that and been considering it. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to donate to it. And I think anybody out there probably ought to look into it also. Yes, for certain. Yeah, so if you listen to this, uh, the Telamina Rally, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, good, good cause, St. Jude's. Um, good thing to uh, contribute to. Yeah, it's May 21st to May 23rd. It's in Texarkana slash Arkansas slash. Well, it is. Well, Texarkana is Arkansas, but um, it's at the convention center, but they're going to be doing a ride, like ride for two days kind of thing. They'll feed you. The only thing you're not getting fed is breakfast. You'll get lunch. You'll get dinner. And if you're staying at the hotel, the hotel will give you. It's a, it, it, it's a complimentary. You get br- you get the complimentary. Yep, you get breakfast. But um, yeah. So that's what that's going to be. I I, I really want to go out there, and I I really would love to make it. I just don't think I can this year. Well, if you can't this year, there's always next year. And even if you can't go next year. You know what you can do is you can let me know when you want to head down to this area, and I'll meet you, and we'll go right around up in that area. Well, I just plan on, I plan on meeting you at some point here pretty soon anyway, because yeah. we still have October. Remember that? We do have the October meetup. Yeah. And actually, uh, and actually, with this meet that I'm doing in June, the first weekend of June, um, with the Mother Nobodies, we will be... Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't fully decided on routes that we're doing, but I think one of the routes that we're doing will be one of the routes for uh, that for that meet. Oh, that'd be great. So, so um, since it'll be in June, it'll help us give a better outlook on road conditions, stuff like that, after winter and stuff like that. So, we should be good on that. Plus, well, if it was a little closer to Dallas area, I'd meet you up there. Well, plus, oh, I think it was. I think in August we're looking to get hit there again real quick to kind of like like for a quick weekend mm-hmm. and run those rides. You know, we want to make sure we have for one have the paths down and places to stop and stuff like that so that we're not rushing everybody or anything like that. We want to make it make a nice weekend for people for that. So So yeah. But yeah, this will be the first time in a couple of years that, that the Moto Nobodies have all met up together. So well that'll be fantastic. Yeah. Uh October when we get up there, we need to bring portable recording gear. Oh yeah! Oh don't don't you worry. That'll that that's yeah that's already in the in the books. <laughs> Sounds great. That's already in the books, sir. That I mean, what do you, what do you think happened? How how do you think we, uh, Rich John and I did it? We already had our recording equipment ready. That's great. I'll bring the cigars. Ooh, I might just bring. You know what? I might break out the pipe break out the pipe oh the pipe <laughs> and thank you for that by the way you're very welcome that thing is beautiful 
That's what happens when you got friends in odd places. <laughs> Very odd, odd, odd places. What do you do? Well, yeah, we, I make I, I hand carve pipes. <laughs> I got a friend of mine who's wanting to get a pipe. Really? Okay, you owe me a favor. I'm sending you something. <laughs> well, that's fine. That that was amazing. That thing is beautiful. I have I'm not, glad you like it. I have not used it just yet, but I have to make it out to the smoke shop to get some actual proper proper pipe tobacco for it. Like I could stop at some store and get some, but no, no, I, no, it's no, no, be no. Get the proper stuff. It's got to be proper. So, so that will happen here very shortly, and will and I will make sure you know how it goes. By all means, let me know. Because <laughs> I will be that old man in a rocking chair, whittling away at whatever. <laughs> My college-age kid that still lives at home has become the old grumpy old man Ooh. who says, get off my lawn. He's been doing my yard work and he cut the grass and he's put down, you know, weed and feed on it. He's been out there pulling weeds and he's like, I really want the grass to look really good this year. And I was like, what's different from this year from when you were still in high school, kid, I'd have to threaten you to get you to cut the grass. He's like, no, because your yard says a lot about who you are. So I'm really getting into this. And I was like, okay. So I'm wondering how long before he gets bored with it. And, uh, <laughs> Probably won't be too he, long. He, we, we went out to dinner tonight and he kind of scolded his mom and his sister and went, you're walking on my grass. It's like, wow, <laughs> you're not even 20 and you're already grumpy old man. Hey kid, get off my lawn. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna be yelling at neighbor kids get off the lawn get off my grass <laughs> what are you doing on my grass get off the lawn <laughs> oh and he's what he's 18 19 19 that's per that's so beautiful oh, i love creating old men out of young kids Oh, yeah. I got him addicted to motorcycles, too. It's fantastic. <laughs> hey, Jack, oh. can I take the, can I take the, uh, can I take the other motorcycle, please? Speaking of, by the way, uh, your little stable that, I, that, that I've seen you have. Uh-huh. What is it? That's five? Four. Four. My kid crashed that. Okay, so, for people may not know, I have three stepchildren and one son uh blended family thing going on you can look that up what that is blended my wife blended so my son crashed the mini bike he went over the handlebars did a really cool somersault jumped back up screamed out i'm okay (laughs) and everybody just kind of looked at him and went you bent the forks of the mini bike when you hit the curb and went over the handlebars. So that was minus one there. But currently, yeah, there's four bikes sitting in the garage. We have a 2013 Victory Cross Country, a 2008 Heritage Softail, a 1997 Honda Magna 750 V4, 
And then the new FJ09. So, okay, so we're, I, if I remember correctly, you were going to get rid of the of the heritage. No, that's the life spike. That's not going anywhere. Oh, okay. I th- I thought that was on the list of bikes to go, and she was going to ride like the Magna or whatever. No, 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 no. The Magna Seven Hundred and Fifty does not have the touring capability that she wants. Ah. And then it would be a question of I'm taking the bike and then the kid going, well, I wanted to ride the bike today. So, so pretty much you're just going to keep every bike you have in the stable. Yes. I, I commend you, sir. I, you know what? There might even eventually be another bike added. So when are you going to put the addition to the garage then? Um, Probably within five years, we'll need to add on to the garage. Yeah. That, so, so uh, with the wife. Or knock out a wall and just, you know, come into the house. You don't need to walk, knock out a wall. Just put a ramp into the living room. We do have a front living room that's an office area. You know, if I moved her into the back part of the house, I could probably do this. Let's see, it works out. It does. You're welcome. <laughs> in fact do you really need a living room i don't you know you could put a smart tv in your bedroom and then you watch netflix in there and you could also leave that tv sitting in the you know in the workshop and there you go <laughs> see see so so honestly you just what you need to do is you need to convert the front of the house into a garage door well, I don't, you really can't. Shh, you can. Yeah, take out the front windows. Yeah, that would work. I'm liking where this is going. You're welcome. I can guarantee you it's going to get downvoted, though. <laughs> Who cares about the downvotes? Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm going to get a dirty look. <laughs> she does not say no to you are not doing that to a whole lot of stuff, you know? I'm going to go buy another bike. Keep payment on it. If you're going to buy a bike and you're going to have to get a payment on it, I want the payment under $200 so it's not hitting the checkbook real hard. Right. At all. Okay, we can do that. It doesn't even affect the budget. Well, that's kind of one thing I'm looking at. You know, I'm really... Like, everything I've seen about the uh, Tenere 700, Mm -hmm. I am loving it. It looks like I've I've always been kind of impressed with the Tenere. Yeah. And this one, this one seems fun. This one seems so much fun. And the price? I mean, what are they coming in at? $9,999. So So under 10. So well, well, technically 10,000. But it doesn't have all the frills and thrills of everything else. It doesn't have the TFT dash. It doesn't have your heated grips, heated seats. It's got ABS. Um, easy on-off ABS. Um, doesn't have all the rider modes. Doesn't have all that crap. But I've never had rider modes, so it's not like something I'd miss, you know? Um, it's just a basic bike that can do some off-road 
Mm-hmm. And actually, from some videos that I've seen, it can do actually quite a bit of off-road. And still tour. Yeah, the, the, but it's only got a 700. <laughs> do you need... How much do you need, sir? Well, apparently a minimum of 900. Well, apparently. <laughs> I'm a big dude, man. How heavy are you? Uh, 220 pounds. 230. Holy crap, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How tall are you? 6'3". Oh, shit. You're actually, you're actually an inch taller than me. I'm I'm about a buck ninety, dude. Do we have to put like weights in your boots to keep you from blowing away? Pretty much. Oh, okay. Paper thin, baby, except for the belly, except for that belly. Oh, I got a good little belly. That's <laughs> what happens when you get over forty. <laughs> yeah, you know, and especially if you met my dad, you'd understand. Really, I really have to watch the belly. Like really have to watch it, but no, I'll, all I can say is no. Um, I shoot my bike right now is a fifth. Was it? Uh, let me look at let me let me look at what the ninety five big bore kit actually comes out to. Um, so I'm gonna do the conversion to CCs. Yeah, we're gonna do volume. Cubic cc's. No, no, we're gonna do cubic inches to cc's. And uh, so we have a ninety-five cubic inch, fifteen fifty-six, almost fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. And trust me, that bike with uh, without any problem gets me around like literally apps absolutely no problem in fact i could probably be twice or three times my own weight and it will still get me around no problem i with with what i'm looking at um with wanting to do a lot more off-road i don't need all the horsepower i need torque low-end torque Mm -hmm. um i need something light and cheap <laughs> and to, to fit all three of those bills this is actually quite an amazing looking bike for it so because i want to do i, I, I want to do a bit of i want to do some of the tat like i'm never going to be able to do all of the tat mm-hmm. um that's just way too long of a trip it takes a lot a lot a lot of time well, I'm still all for jumping on that ferry right there in Washington. Yeah. And then cutting over to Alaska that way and bypassing Canada. No. You have to understand. No. They don't like people like me. I'm from Texas. Yeah. So you just so so you have to realize that with this trip, we're not carrying guns. We can't. There's absolutely no way. Because we're, you know, you you don't understand. If you bypass Canada, there is a way. Hmm. I'm going to tell you this: that takes a lot more time because then you're ferrying over. 
and a ferry is going to take you a lot more time than it would be to ride through. I don't think so. <laughs> it's I'm not going to guarantee that, but I don't think so. And besides, but, we're talking about riding and do, just doing some beautiful landscape. So, uh, so you know what? I'm going to deal with I'm going to deal with not caring for that because it's just going to be beautiful because I, I have a couple of different routes. There's really only two routes that we could take. And one of them, we're going to have a lot of crazy long flat distance going across to Colorado mm-hmm. and then going up by Denver, up through Montana, up through Washington, up that way into British Columbia and that. Otherwise, we're going up through Indiana, Iowa, Wisconsin, South Dakota, North Dakota, and going up that way. Either way, we're dealing with a whole crap ton of flat. But if we go by way of Denver and up that way, Mm -hmm. you get to go through the mountains, through the mountain ranges, like like the, uh, the Rocky Mountains that are in Canada. And it just, it, you know, so it's not just all flat plains and stuff like that. Add, it, I think it added like 200 miles one way, which is not bad because we're, we're only looking at going like Mud Bay and back. All right. But um, so it's really just getting into Canada. So, but for the time that we have allotted, that's really all we can do. But I think if we're going to go, if we're going to do it, we want to have the best views that we can get and enjoy it as much as we can. So why not see what we can? And let's not ferry across (laughs) water. We're trying to ride. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Look, I get it. I just don't like having my rights imposed upon. I understand that that's Canada's rule, and I'm not saying that they should change the rule to accommodate silly little me. But they should go through. No, I'm not saying that at all. That's their rules. If they want to be slaves in their country, that's completely up to them. But uh, I just trying to avoid it. I get that, but no, the part of the point is we're writing this out. Okay. It's not like I actually need a handgun. It just makes things easier. Well, just remember, knives. We can carry knives. I have several sharp, pointy things. There we go. And then that'll make you feel better. Because, remember, we'll be in Canada, so we won't have to worry about it so much. Yeah, they're very nice over there. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if I've anything, never met any maybe Canadian we get... that was very rude. Although I did meet one that told me to go fuck myself in such a nice way that, well, my God, I felt good about walking away and having to go do that unnatural act upon myself. Now, um, so, so here's my thought, though. So if we go that way up around um, Denver, up around that area, mm-hmm. we, I, I'm not exactly certain at this moment. I'm going to have to 
double check on the route that I have planned currently. But I may have some friends along that route. So if you want to carry while we're in the States, there is a good possibility that we could carry all the way up to where we meet them. They safe, they safe, they safe keep our weapons when we go up to the border and go across that way. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back, we grab them again, head on our way. That's true. That's always an option. I mean, that's, I mean, hey, so we're dealing with Canada. I mean, let's face it, only going to a little bit of Alaska. And I don't care if you got a 45 on your hip, you ain't stopping a bear with a 45. So, mm-hmm. so basically, we're not worried about too much up there. And I don't think there's going to be too many people coming to look for us at our campsites or something like that. There shouldn't be anyone coming to look for us at our campsites. Exactly. What did you do? Shh. <laughs> Quiet. God bless, man. I'm not trying to tell the world. <laughs> That's why I said I have not picked the front end of an FJ09 up and let the front tire see the sunlight. <laughs> So, so yeah. So I think I think um, there's no, there's absolutely no reason to worry about it going through Canada. Nah, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not too worried about it. So, so basically, what you're saying though is, in June, you're planning on coming out to Teleco. Shh. Yes. Wait, I am. <laughs> that's what. That's what I heard. I'll have to check my vacation time, see what I got going on. I heard. I heard, because you're not doing Sturgis this year, right? Oh, I am doing Sturgis this oh, year. Oh, well, I guess. Okay, well, there goes your there goes your vacation time. I've already used my... Um, I've already paid for my camp slot. Well, that's silly. But okay. I guess I, I, I guess everyone to, their, to each their own. To each their own, sir. Like I said... I have no urge to go to a motorcycle rally. I can go up there some other time and do, I can go up there and ride those roads any other time without the rally. And that's something I plan on doing at some point, just not now. Well, let me know when you go. I'll go with you. Well, we will get that done. But at some point, sir, I will. Uh, I, I'm trying to make it out down to Denton. Just to take a weekend ride, a long weekend, and ride out there and meet you. Sounds great. How far are you from the Three Sisters? Do you want to go the fast way or do you want to go the comfortable way? I want to go to the Three Sisters. Well, how far are you from there? Uh, about three to six hours. Depending on which way you take, huh? So it's three yeah, hours one much. way or six hours the other. <laughs> so when we were down, when we were down at uh, MotoGP a couple of years, what was that, last year? Yeah, it was last year. Uh, when we did MotoGP last year, we could have actually taken the day and shot over from Austin and gone around, hit the three sisters, and come back up, made it a day ride. 
right? Maybe that's what I'll do in, um, maybe that's something that I'll do in August. Because let's face it, I don't have to join John or Rich if they go up to uh, Teleco to do their root to, to do their root changing. You know, well, if if they're going in August, they need to figure out when in August because August is Sturgis, yeah, well, and John won't be going to depending on when that is. As far as I know, I don't. I see. That's the thing. I don't know what they really truly have planned. I know that there's a lot of people going up to Sturgis. <laughs> so they have to make No, it to there's a lot of people saying they're going to Sturgis. Well, well, well who who has actually gotten places? Uh, we don't know. Uh, and that I don't know. That I do know. Dangerous Dave has a place set up. Uh, I'm going, John's going. As far as anyone else from that group... I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. I do know. Um, I think Zion's going up. Uh, he's going to trailer it up. I think. Was. Well, he's coming out from uh, what the Maryland area. I want to say. I want to say that's around where he lives. Around the Baltimore area. Okay. Um, but he's going to be bringing, he's going to be bringing his wife with him and she doesn't ride. Well, she's learning to ride right now. So yeah, that's going to be a zero on riding out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you, when you start talking about that, that's okay. It makes sense. So yeah, I cut uh, slack on that one. You cut a little slack. Thank you. I Uh, do on that. Um, I I don't know if it, Chris did Chris say he was coming out. I know he's up around the New Jersey New York area. Uh, Chris Geis? Yeah. Uh, not sure. Yeah. So, well, like I said, I, I but I do know that there is um, I do know that there's a good group of people that are going. So as far as I know, most like John, I know John for sure is going. Mm-hmm. Rich is going to be an up in the air thing. <laughs> no, nah, Rich isn't going. Yeah, he may be. I actually, actually, I think he is going because there's for sure no way he's going out to Ireland this year. Well, since you brought up Rich, I want to just take a moment to uh, thank, thank loud our sponsor, Loud Pipes, Rich's House of Gently Used Sausage. Oh, Rich's House of Gently Used Sausage. That's I, I do love them. So just remember, if you're looking for sausage, Rich can hook you up. Give him a ring if you're in the Charlotte area. That's Rich's home of gently used sausage in Charlotte, North Carolina. Don't worry, he doesn't bang it too hard. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) You almost made it. (laughs) Almost. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh. 
Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we may... I think I think that might be it for the night. <laughs> that might be it. That just might be it. <laughs> I think we've done it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I totally forgot about that stuff. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, okay. So I'm going to work on uh, planning out other meets and stuff like that. But um, you let me know when you want to come ride the sisters, and um, I'll take time off. We'll go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We'll work that out. And um, I guess until next time, sir. Until next time. Bye con Dios. Uh, sayonara. <laughs> ding, ding.